This is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew from Guardian Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over a decade of experience serving clients and families, Anthony provides his clients the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew. Hi, and welcome to Midwest Money, your weekly show that discusses topics and issues of Wall Street and how they relate to folks here on Main Street. Our show is meant to offer a common sense uh, approach to understanding some of the challenges surrounding finances, investments, taxes, and of course, planning for retirement. Thanks for tuning in and please remember to subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or you can also check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com. You can call our offices toll-free anytime at 877-797-4347. My name is Anthony Mayhew, and I'm excited to be here with you. You know, people often say you can't take it with you, Um, you know, especially when talking about wealth and assets you've accumulated during your lifetime. And they're absolutely right. You can't take anything with you when you pass away. Um, That's why today we're going to talk about legacy planning. Um, At our family financial planning firm, Guardian Wealth Management, we discuss legacy planning with uh, just about all all the clients we work with. Uh, We make it a point to discuss the entirety of what you're leaving behind. You know, your finances are a big part of it, but there's also about how you will be defined and how you will be remembered when you're gone. Um, those are things that also build into what we call your legacy. While again, it's true that you can't take it with you, how you leave it behind is very important. There are a few steps that you can take to simplify the process for your heirs. Um, one of them, and probably most importantly, is avoiding probate where and when possible. Um, first, let's get through the disclosure out of the way, right? Um, please keep in mind that this is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice, and um, it's not intended to provide the basis of any of your financial decisions. But finding the right answers to the questions like these can be helpful as you evaluate your retirement strategy. Um, and I always, and, and as I always suggest, uh, meeting with your financial planner to discuss all of your options and what's the best for you, fit for your situation um, is going to be, you know, what you need to do. Um, and again, if you simply are working with a, a broker who works off commissions, then, you know, we go back to the conversation of maybe have to ask yourself what's the quality and and more importantly is there any bias to the advice that you're being given um and to whose advantage is the advice your portfolio or the sales goals of uh, a commission salesperson right um anyways back to probate so Probate is a court-directed process uh, through which somebody's will is authenticated, right? Um, Their heirs are determined, their assets are distributed. It's complex, and it can add an additional stress to family and friends during a time, well, that's 
already difficult, right? Um, let's talk about what's called a transfer on death account, right? Let's talk about TOD. Um, a transfer on death account is a way that you can avoid probate, right? Uh, TOD or transfer on death, um, some people call it a, a, a POD, pay on death. Um, it, it, those terms are often used interchangeably. Um, with real estate, you might hear terms like beneficiary deed or transfer on death instrument, really depending on, on which state that you live in. Um, but to make this all a little bit less confusing here, um, we'll refer to these accounts today as, 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 as TOD or transfer on death accounts, right? They all serve relatively the same purpose. So TOD accounts, right? They're available for many type of assets. Uh, we talked about real estate. We talked about uh, checking savings accounts, stocks, bonds, you know, other securities. What makes these accounts special um, is that they're set up in, in such a way that when the owner of the account dies, the money remaining in the account or the assets pass to the beneficiary. The beneficiary is, is designated and selected by the owner while they're alive and when they set the account up. Um, and it can be one beneficiary. It can be multiple beneficiaries. The account owner uh, can usually choose how much to uh, uh, of the remaining funds go to go to each of, of the beneficiaries in the event that they choose multiple beneficiaries. Um, what's especially important is that TOD accounts, this all happens without being subject to probate, right? So the assets go to the next generation or go to the beneficiaries rather um, without being subject to the probate or the probate process. And uh, there's really no need for the court to get involved with these accounts. Um, usually the beneficiaries, all they need to do uh, to gain access to the account and, and ultimately the assets inside of it is uh, produce a, a copy of the death uh, certificate of the owner, right? Um, and a copy of their driver's license. Show these to the custodian um, and the assets are usually transferred over to uh, uh, to, to the beneficiary. Um, until then, however, the owner remains uh, in uh, the sole owner and, and, and maintains sole rights of the account and the account's assets. That means for you, uh, the, the account owner, um, what's yours is yours until you die, right? This is a transfer on death, meaning nothing leaves your assets or your ownership until you pass away. Um, and this is true, uh, not just in an, an individual account, but let's say an account that you have uh, joint ownership or joint tenants in, right? So let's say husband and wife have a joint checking account or joint savings account um, through a joint account. Two or more of the owners can share a TOD account um, for as long as either one of those owners are alive. So um, you, husband and wife can have a, a joint tenants with rights or survivorship as a TOD, which means, you know, husband and wife share these assets and until they pass away and then it passes on to the, uh, their beneficiaries, let's say the kids in, in an example, right? Um, and that remains the case until the last surviving owner dies, right? Then the money obviously goes to the uh, person who's listed as, as the TOD, the transferee, right? Um, and it's paid to that uh, beneficiary. So there are definitely uh, benefits to having a TOD account, right? Um, but there's also potentially a few drawbacks. Two of the biggest problems that we identify um, are related to beneficiary issues. Um, beneficiary issues that can arise uh, pretty commonly when choosing and, and, and opening a TOD account. One of the most important things that you can do when you establish a TOD account is uh, make sure you aren't disinheriting beneficiaries 
unintentionally, right? Um, this can happen even if the TOD account owner uh, names one beneficiary to the account, uh, but wants uh, other beneficiaries to share a piece of the account when they pass away, right? Um, let me give you an example. Let's say you've got three kids and you list the oldest kid as your TOD, your transfer on death, because he's going to be the one that uh, handles your estate when you pass away. But you've got two other kids that you intend to leave a portion of the asset or the account to you just listed one of them though uh to handle uh the wind down of the estate well you know regardless of intention and and again if you've worked with me or have talked to me in the past you know that i'm an adamant believer about writing things down um because intention really doesn't uh, uh amount to anything so regardless of intention you know you as the owner will will inevitably cut out the other beneficiaries if if they aren't named on the tod account and i mean it's just that simple right what what the single beneficiary decides to do with his inheritance is is his business whether he decides to share that or not but in the end your intention was to share those assets and, and you did not properly execute that um and so it's important to understand those details it's important to uh to 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 know how these accounts are being set up and that makes it incredibly important for the account owner um to keep up with beneficiaries and keep those up to date um you you hear quite often making sure your beneficiaries are up to date you hear that from your banker your financial person your 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 tax advisor right and and this is why and we could talk about examples about uh, uh, keeping beneficiaries up to date. You know, my favorite is uh, uh, about the the ex wife that uh, inherited the pension payment for the for for the uh, for the employee um, after he passed away. He had remarried and didn't update his beneficiary. And when he remarried, the ex spouse was entitled to his retirement beneficiaries as a surviving spouse um, and not the uh, current spouse and. Boy, did that cause and wreak some sort of havoc there. So, you know, we can talk all day about keeping and updating beneficiaries and the importance of that. Um, fortunately, you know, um, for many TOD accounts, uh, it's pretty easy to update uh, your beneficiary information, right? So call the custodian, explain that, you know, hey, I need to update my beneficiary or call your advisor. And uh, usually it's a one or two page form there. You fill it out, sign it and send it back and, and, and you're good to go there. So... Another problem that uh, potentially can arise is uh, if a beneficiary dies before the account owner dies, right? So uh, think about this one, right? Again, this would be a problem if the TOD owner isn't diligent about updating the beneficiary information. So um, for the sake of argument, let's say one of the beneficiaries dies before the account owner does, right? And the account owner fails to update the, the account, uh, and, and they pass away, right? They pass away and have a beneficiary listed who's no longer, um, alive. Problems could stem from not knowing how to divide the account value among the remaining beneficiaries. Um, and this is where probate presents itself, right? This is where we have to get an arbitrator to kind of make this decision and uh, uh, work this out for us. Um, and if it happens, you find yourself, you know, in the unfortunate position of needing needing that arbitrator, needing that ruling, uh, which means 
we did everything we could to avoid probate and still ended up there anyways, or rather your estate uh, ended up subject to it. So, um, you know, it's important to keep up with updating beneficiaries. You know, life changes um, as people and assets enter and exit our lives. We need to make sure that uh, we're accounting for those things. Um, okay, so one last thing here, right? So I mentioned earlier that uh, the TOD account owner can usually determine not only the beneficiaries, but the, the proportion of the account value that each beneficiary would stand to inherit from the account or, or, or on the account um, when the owner passes away. And that's true. Usually the account owner can do that, but not always. Right. Um, some institutions uh, or custodians require that if more than one beneficiary is named as uh, uh, on a TOD account, that all the beneficiaries must be entitled to an equal percentage of the account when the owner dies. Right. And so even if the owner writes in, you know, 20, 20 and, and 60 percent, it might be an even distribution based on the rules of the institution. So in cases where the TOD account is the only piece of of uh, the account owner's legacy, it adds a layer of, of, of complexity in providing all of the beneficiary um, with the descendant's desired portion proportion of, of, of the assets here. Um, and, and in those cases, the account owner would have to keep a close eye on the account values, making sure they determine uh, if the TOD account's working in, in tandem with their other assets um, to ensure, you know, all the beneficiaries are getting their, their in, intended inheritance or at least their proportion of that. And again, this, this takes quite a bit of work and due diligence here. Um, you know, in the end, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to using TOD accounts, um, definitely to, to avoid probate, but it can also play a valuable role, uh, if used properly. Right. Um, so, well, folks, that's kind of all the time that we have for this week. Um, I hope you got some good ideas today, uh, that will help you take a step forward with your retirement strategy um, and take a step back with some of your worries here. Thank you for tuning in and uh, I look forward to visiting with you again next week. Remember, if you missed us, you can subscribe to the show directly uh, on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can always check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com or you can call our offices toll-free at 877 797 Four three four seven. My name is Anthony Mayhew, and I hope you enjoyed our time together. Thank you, and be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Midwest Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Mayhew at Guardian Wealth Management. Call 877-797-4347 or visit them online at guardian-wm.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Anthony Mayhew and Guardian Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.